Hi, and welcome to the Purdue Commercial AgCast, the Purdue University Center for Commercial Agriculture's podcast featuring farm management news and information. I'm your host, Brady Brewer, and joining me today is Maria Marshall, uh, who is a professor and the Jim and Lois Ackerman Endowed Chair in Agricultural Economics and also the director for the Purdue uh, Institute for Family Business. Um, And also joining me is Renee Wyatt, Family Business Management Specialist, and Kyle Weaver, Extension Educator in Switzerland County. Uh, On today's episode, we will be continuing our Farm Succession series, and we will specifically be discussing uh, how to build a roadmap and what is a roadmap for your succession transfer. Before we get into this topic, I just want to remind the listeners Uh, that you can find uh, more information on farm succession planning at the Purdue Institute for Family Business. Uh, And that website is purdue.ag backslash fambiz, and that is F-A-M-B-I-Z. You can also find more succession planning at the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture's website um, as well. And then the document that we reference in today's episode is titled The Farm's Legacy, a guidebook for intra-family succession, and it is specifically coming from chapter five of that guidebook. And if you go to the Purdue Education Store, you can download this guidebook for free, and it's number that if uh, if you can't find it by title, you can search the number EC-817-W, and it will pull up this free downloadable guidebook for your succession planning needs. And you can also find this guidebook on the Purdue Institute for Family Businesses website as well. Uh, so, Maria, I want to first get started. What is a roadmap? So, when we when we talk about the succession roadmap, what are what do we mean? Well, and basically, we mean we're going to decide who's going to be responsible for what, what's going to happen, and when are we going to do it? Right. So, if you think of succession, the succession process as a series of milestones of things that have to transition, whether it's ownership, ownership, management, um, functional responsibilities. So there's a set of milestones that go on throughout the process. And so a roadmap is a way of figuring out, well, when are we gonna meet these milestones? A, so the successor figures out, okay, these are the things that are happening um, as as we're transitioning. And the incumbent says, okay, these are the things that I might need to provide professional development on. I need to start thinking about how I'm going to let go and how I'm going to teach somebody to do something. So that's really what we mean by a roadmap is figuring out how things are going to actually transition. Yeah, so it it sounds like it's a a formalized plan of um, you know, of of the whole encompassing the entire transition process. Um, so what what do we hope to gain by this process? What are some questions that we hope to answer? We want to answer the question, who's going to be responsible for what? So who is responsible? We're going to name who's going to be responsible for things. We're going to name uh, what the incumbent and successor are going to be responsible for. So who's part of that succession plan? Who's part of the roadmap? What are they going to be doing at what time? And when are those responsibilities going to be transferred? Or when are they both going to be doing? So sometimes we've got some responsibilities that both the incumbent and the successor are doing together because the successor is learning how to do them. And so they might overlap for a year or two, and then it goes on to the successor. So that's what the roadmap kind of makes clear. So Kyle, I want to turn to you next. Um, So Maria's laid out, you know, 
really what the purpose of the roadmap is. Uh, but why do we actually need to roadmap this? Why can't we let this happen? Do, do we need this formal of, of a plan for our uh, business transition? Well, Brady, one thing that uh, we saw, I just took a, a trip this weekend and I needed a roadmap or a plan to get me to the point I was going. So if you're thinking about getting from point A to point D, especially when it comes to uh, succession planning, you really need a roadmap because what it also allows you to do is to have a formal plan. That formal plan allows you to have milestones, as Maria was talking about. It also allows you to check those milestones off when you have those family meetings. So if you're in a family meeting and you said, you know, six months ago or a year ago that you were going to uh, have management transferred 80 percent at this point and you haven't done that, then it gives you some work to do. It also allows you to uh, think about what our upcoming goals are and what the, the future plans are for maybe a year from now or two years from now. So, yes, a formal plan does certainly help you in that process. There's a lot that goes into this, and it sounds like this helps you uh, not forget all the small details that you need to worry about during this very long and complicated process. Yeah, so if you if you write it down and you have those steps and you have those things to review, it certainly helps you along with that process. So, Renee, uh, we've talked a little bit about the the roadmap and what goes into it, but what if someone wants to build one of these roadmaps? Where uh, where can they find it, and what all is on uh, you know, a, a roadmap. Yeah, so it is in the workbook that you previously mentioned. It's that EC817W, The Farm's Legacy, a guidebook for intra-family succession. We have a whole section of the chapter dedicated to this roadmap. It goes through you know, the process, what is the roadmap? It um, gives us those critical questions that Maria and Kyle have been talking about. But it also has um, a good example of a roadmap, a filled example of a roadmap. So it actually shows you what this could look like for a business. And then from there, it has a couple of examples, a couple of tables where you get to completely customize your own roadmap and adapt it for your farm or family's needs. Um, we know that each farm is completely different. It has different entities. It had it has different numbers of incumbents, different numbers of successors. Um, it has different responsibilities that you need to think about. So this roadmap really allows you to lay out a good timeline and be reasonable about your timeline, try to be realistic about it, but it helps give you those milestones and helps you to get there and gives you a good thing for everybody to try to agree on. So you can all look at that and check in and make sure that you're making progress towards your end goal, which is, which is a successful succession of your farm. So, Renee, I have a follow-up question to this. Uh, you know, this is a pretty detailed uh, uh, plan here that these example roadmaps lay out, right? Uh, you know, for those listening, things that are on it are such as ownership percentage of the, the business or who's making the human resources or business strategy decisions. Um, so, naturally, you know, my question goes to who fills this out? Is this the incumbent or is this the successor that is in charge of of making this plan? That's a, that's a really good question. And I think, you know, ideally for all succession conversations, um, we like to have both parties in the room, right? We want to talk, we want to hear some feedback from the incumbent and the successor. Our whole goal in the succession process, you know, at the end is to pass on that business. But along the way, we want those relationships to be maintained. And in order to maintain those relationships, you have to have communication. You have to have transparent communication. You have to make sure that goals are aligned. We have to make sure that people's wants, needs, expectations are on the same page. Um, the incumbent and the successor could have completely different points of view on something. 
And this is a good way to come to terms with that. And they need to talk those out. I mean, if the incumbent says, you know, we want to transfer this business in 25 years, you know, the incumbent, maybe they say, I want to be 90 and pass it on. And the successor says, well, I'm going to be 60. That doesn't work for me. (laughs) And so you have to come to terms with this. We have to talk it out. And so I think that all the, all the successors and all the incumbents need to be in a room together and really talk this out. Um, We've done some great examples where we actually blow this up, put it on a whiteboard and use sticky notes for every family that's in the bigger farm family. And they each have a different color. And they put where they want to start and where they want to end a certain part of this in the transition. So, for example, if they're looking at marketing, if the successor wants to start learning that marketing right now in year T, they're going to put their start right there. And maybe they want to be completely taken over marketing on year T plus three. So they'll put their other sticky note there. It kind of bookends where they want that part of the process to start and end for them. And then maybe the incumbent comes in and says, well, I think it'll take a little bit longer than that. So why don't we start at year T? And then I think it should end at year T plus five and then I'll completely be out. And I think you'll be fully trained Um, when you when you really collaborate and work at it that way, you can get a really good roadmap that everybody can agree on. I think that's a great idea of starting, you know, maybe where you want to end, because I'll be honest, Brede, my tendency uh, as I was looking at this roadmap my tendency was to say, okay, what do I want to do for year two, right? And I, I was going to build it that way instead of saying, let's let's see where we want to end and then filling in the middle. Hence why it's called a roadmap, right? You see where you want to go to, and then it allows you to find the best route to get to where you want to go to. Um, I, I think that's the power of a planning tool like this because I, I tend to think of it next year. Next year, I want to go from 10% ownership to 20%. And that jump may not be the best when you think about it in, in the long term. So that's a great suggestion. Um, so Maria, I want to do a, a another follow-up to this. So Renee was talking about where you want to go. And uh, when people download this roadmap, they're going to see it's on a six-year interval. Uh, is that always the length of the roadmap or can it be shorter or or longer? It could be shorter or longer. We chose six years because on average, research shows that a succession process takes 6.5 years, right? We want to be as as specific as possible. So even if you were to sell it, it might take one and a half years. Um, And, you know, so we, you know, we chose that what's on average, how long it takes, but we have seen it as long as 15 years. Um, we have seen it, you know, in Renee's talk about 30 years, um, you know, in farms in particular, we tend to have maybe ownership linger a lot longer than that management. So when you look at management and functional responsibilities, you might have uh, the marketing has been transferred. Uh, a lot of the HR has met transferred. So a lot of the management and functional responsibilities have been transferred within like six years. But that ownership, because of the way that farms are heavy land asset um, firms where businesses, you might not have that ownership transfer until the estate planning kicks in. Right. So, you know, I've had a student do this and they said T plus grandpa passes away in terms of total ownership. Right. So we, we have those. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we just chose six because that's on average, but you can make it as long. This is a really an Excel spreadsheet. If you, you think about it, it's as simple as that. 
right? It can sometimes the simplest thing can be very innovative, um, but it's like you can make it as long as it suits your family. The, the good thing about this is that when you see the length, the successor knows that things are moving and happening. When you don't have this, a successor thinks that things are just lingering on, nothing's changing, nothing's happening. And so they start to build a lot of resentment because they don't see things moving along. And this really helps them see how things are and can move along. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I think that you just made about not everything has to be at the same time, right? So if you build this out on six years or 10 years, not everything is fully done in year 10. Some may be done in year three and you're, you know, some, some may lag. Um, so Kyle, you know, Maria and Renee have laid out the roadmap and they've talked about an incumbent and successor. Uh, but what if you have many incumbents and successors? Um, can that be included in this roadmap? And is there a limit to uh, how complicated or, or how many people we can involve in this roadmap? Well, absolutely. You can have as many uh, successes or incumbents on this plan as you'd like. And I think what's what's really great about this plan is you have an opportunity to include anybody that's part of that succession plan. There really is no limit. You can customize it to the needs of your operation. And uh, what's really important, and we always want to uh, to think about, is to make sure we include everyone in this plan, all the incumbents and all the successors, uh, as you continue to start this plan and continue to move along that plan, because you want to make sure that plan continues to move forward as successfully as possible and that all parties are involved in that uh, succession plan and that roadmap activity. Now, Maria, I want to turn back to you uh, on the example roadmap that's in the document. Um, there's, you know, business function responsibilities. You've mentioned, you know, the HR functions of a business, uh, but there's obviously, especially in the one that you guys have left for people to fill out on their own, a lot of blanks. Um, you know, so human resources, business strategy, marketing are are three of the most common ones that you guys go ahead and just pre-list. What are some other duties that uh, people need to think about the the transition process here um, to include on their roadmap? Well, one of the big ones is landlord landlord relationships. So, um, as a successor comes on, um, the incumbent might have been the only point of contact for all their land and land leases. And so that may be one of those long-term that takes T plus however many years to start bringing the successor in to start to get to know the landlords, to figure out you know, what their needs are and, and, and start building those relationships. Now, Renee, this is, I've, I've mentioned this several times, uh, you know, this is a pretty formal plan uh, that people will be creating. What if this plan needs changed? Is it okay to... Uh, stick. Is it okay to change from the original roadmap that you lay out, or or do you advise saying, "Hey, this is where we knew that we planted our stick in the ground. In the future, we we really need to stay the course." How how should people view this as? How rigid should they be? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I like to think about you know when you go on a trip, what happens if a road is closed? Right, you're going to be delayed a little bit, and you have to find another route. I think the same thing applies to this roadmap. You know, if you if you get stuck on something, if one of the you know one of the responsibilities isn't being transferred as quickly as you had hoped it would be, you know, maybe it takes a little bit more time to train that successor generation, and they don't feel comfortable biting off that whole responsibility by themselves yet. Of course, I mean, adapt the plan, change it, um, have a living, working document that you can edit and you can adapt as needed. The big thing, um, like Maria and Kyle mentioned, is make sure that your farm succession is moving forward. 
And that's where this comes in. But um, always, if plans change, if if people you know make different decisions, life changes. We know life changes. So we can lay out our best plans. We have a good map. But as always, adapt and change as needed. We're, our goal, again, is that successful transfer of the farm. And that's what we want. Sometimes we have to bend a little bit to make it work. But at least we have somewhat of a guide to make us feel like we're making progress and getting somewhere. I think the only thing I would add is that you want, don't want to make the changes unilaterally. If I'm saying that word correctly this morning, um, you, you want to make sure that it's not the incumbent saying, you know what, I all of a sudden feel like I want to stay here a few more years. And so we're not going to do this now. You know, and that's perfectly fine. But I think there has to be a discussion. We, we don't have to forget that this is about this is really a way to communicate how things might be changing. And so that there's a discussion about what what is that change and what are the consequences of those changes? So it's not just like, well, you know, I we're just going to change this. And, you know, and on, on either side. Right. There has to be that communication about why the changes are happening so that, you know, we, we still have these good family uh, relationships. Everyone needs to be involved in the creation of it and everyone needs to be involved in the changing of it as well. So my next question I'm, I'm going to pose to all three of you. Uh, this roadmap sounds like a great tool to visualize and to really strategize the entire uh, transition process. Uh, my initial thought was, you know, this should come at the beginning of the process because you're you're really laying out all these things that need to happen. And, you know, we've talked about a lot of different topics that we've done on this farm uh, transition succession planning series on this podcast. But then I got to thinking, well, since it's so encompassing, maybe maybe you should get into it a little bit more and, and do this uh, after you've started to have some of these discussions. So, you know, my next question is, is when should this roadmap be created? Should this be the first thing you do or should you wait a little bit to, to do this? And I, I guess, Maria, I'll, I'll let you answer first and we'll get Kyle and then uh, Renee's opinion on, on when this should happen. Well, I think it's an iterative process. So um, sometimes you have to kind of think of like, where, where are our goal, what are our goals? What do we want to happen? Start thinking about the succession process and then start to fill this out. Um, but just like any business plan, it's not as linear as we would hope it would be. And so we want to make sure that we're we're kind of it's an iterative process. You might think, well, we need to research what how ownership really needs to, to go. And so we would like it to be this way, but we need to go back and research how we're going to transfer ownership to make the most sense or management or professional development. So it's like a little bit like Kyle had said before, you have to kind of like figure out what what is all there to, to kind of put things on a plan. So it's always iterative. You might be adding or subtracting things as you go along. So I think, Brady, just to kind of add to what Maria just said was it's important that those family meetings are happening and those operational meetings are happening happening in your business and your farm operation. And you're thinking about these things and you're having regular meetings to discuss your succession plan and success your operation and to talk about your operation in general. So uh, it's important those things happen and you keep that plan moving forward. Renee, do you have uh, do you agree with Kyle and Mar Maria there on when this should happen in, in the process? Yeah, I completely agree. I think they I think they hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> so keep it, you know, do it early, but revisit this uh, early and often as well. And I think that really ties back into the uh, flexibility of, of this plan as well. As long as it's a team effort to, to do it, you need to say, is this working for us? And, and where do we need to tweak? And, and, and what do we need to do to 
reach where, you know, the, the point B in this roadmap uh, where we're trying to go. So today's episode has been on creating a roadmap for your farm succession plan. Uh, I just want to remind everyone for more economic information, please visit us at the Purdue Center for Commercial Ag. And the, the CCA's website is purdue.edu backslash commercial ag, or you can go to the Purdue Institute for Family Businesses website at purdue.ag backslash famBiz. And once again, that was F-A-M. B-I-Z. You can also visit both of these centers on Twitter. Uh, the Purdue Institute for Family Business is at Purdue Fam Biz, and the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture's Twitter is at P-U Commercial Ag. Uh, on behalf of the Center for Commercial Agriculture and the Purdue Institute for Family Business and the entire farm transition team here at Purdue, I'm Brady Brewer, and we thank you uh, for listening. 